Francine Marconi, and he read 322 pages of terms and conditions and clicked disagree. Say hello to Eddie Barella. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, over the roofs of trees and an airways breeze. It's him, Eddie B. A R L L A. Wait, I spelled your name That's wrong. That's right. I spelled your name wrong. I just spelled your name wrong. Well, I, I, if you did, I didn't notice. Is that bad? B A R E L L A, Barella. That's right. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Those terms I, and conditions, though, are scary. <laughs> I know that it's been said before, but you know, we uh, we agree to these. Just <coughs> you seriously do though. It's a bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, you like. <clears throat> I may have a sip of water. You know, anything can happen on this show. When when, when Eddie says he needs a sip of water, that's my cue to also have a sip of water. Or I could talk while he's having a yes, sip of water. In unison. Then wait until he starts talking in and have my sip of water. Since I choked, I forgot what I was going to say, but let's just pretend it happened anyway. You say enough witty and, and great things on the show. You'll come up with another one. I know you will. I make observations nobody would dare to make. Like, don't you hate it when somebody farts in an elevator with you? In there? Don't you hate that? It's the worst. No, Eddie. What's the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> I can't wait till you say that one in a conversation. I just I'm waiting for it. Uh, I don't know, Eddie. Tell me you're not the favorite child without telling me you're not the favorite child. Is my mom trying to hint that she doesn't want to talk to me? I call her every Saturday at noon. I call her at noon because like 10 o'clock was too early. She wasn't ready. I think my mom, without saying it, I don't think she wants to say it. I think she's trying to tell me that she doesn't really want to have these regular calls anymore. Like she's starting to dread them, you know? And here I am trying to be a good son and thinking, well, you got to call your mom every week. And I think she's just had it with me. She's Maybe tired you of- need to make these conversations more exciting. Call up with some <laughs> Seinfeld trivia or something. So now I'm putting on a show for my mom, too? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I do a, a podcast with my mom. So here's the thing is this last weekend, my mom suggested that I call her, get this, on a Saturday, 6 p.m. Now, because she says she's too busy, like she's retired now. And so her days are supposed to be filled with whatever she wants, you know. But she's uh, busy with like my nephews, like they have a, a sporting event or some kind of a thing or a birthday, or this or that. And every Saturday, you know, it's something different. And so I started thinking, is she trying to make an excuse to get out of, like, these calls? And now she's like, well, if I tell him 6 p.m. on Saturday, then he'll just stop calling me. You think that's what she's what's going so, on here? You think she's picking a time that uh, she knows will be inconvenient for you? Yeah, because here's the thing. I like to get the call out of the way, not that I'm trying to get it over with, but I like to talk to my mom and then go about my day. Yeah, maybe you're taking that prime night away from her, though. Like, maybe she too. wants to go out to, you know, Chili's. I, I know she doesn't, though. That's the thing. Is like, oh, okay. Her prime, like, spending time with her grandkids is important. I get that. She's a grandma. But uh, but I'm her first son. 
She should, uh, if I'm, it should be, it should mean something that I'm making effort to try to talk to her. And it seems like she's well, yeah. Well, people love off. their uh, their grandchildren way more than their own children. I know that's for sure. So uh, you have yeah, you can't compete with that. I was I'm never gonna be anyone's favorite again. And then when my grandma died, that was it. And so uh, my whole life, I was the, you know I'm the oldest son of four sisters. I've got 13, 14 nieces and nephews. I can't. I lost count. And uh, she's even got uh, great grandchildren now. And uh, I'm nothing. So uh, I'm just, you know, a hindrance. And I, and she's always, like, whenever I'm on the phone with her, it's always like, well, I got to go. I got a nail appointment. I got to get my hair done. I'm going to the grocery store. It's, there's always, like, you know, it's never uh, any, like, I'm so glad you called. It's just, I've got to get off Can the phone. Can you find a new mom? I mean, there's got to be a, a, a woman out there who, you know, her son passed away 10 years ago. And she's like... <laughs> Very lonely, and at 6 o'clock on Saturday, she wished that little Billy would call her, but he died after he fell off a, a forklift doing the Macarena. And, wow, well, a horrible you know, way to you die. Know, you, you, could, uh, you, could, you could be her son. Why, why not just have a surrogate mom? Uh, well, I do have a surrogate mom. In fact, I do. And, uh, oh, okay. But, you know, like I said, she, my she doesn't want to hear from you either? No. Killers. <laughs> We have merch, and uh, we have a new merch URL, a website for you to easily find Mood Killers merch. You know what it is? It's moodkillersmerch.com. Wow. And, yeah. And uh, you can I just, can't believe that was available. I know. <laughs> right? And you can go there and uh, buy one of our spectacular uh, world-renowned bibs. And that's <laughs> <laughs> every time world right now. I, I am on our, our mood killer store, uh, a, a warning because there's a lot of demand. Apparently our fanny pack is out of stock again. You seeing this? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Uh, wow. way. Oh no. Fanny packs are back. Well, they were back. They were back. Are, are they out of stock again? They are. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh, I thought yeah. you just, you just said that fanny packs are out of stock. Did you say they're back? Oh, yeah, they are out of stock. I mean, oh. they're back fashion-wise. Let me clarify. Fanny <laughs> packs are back fashion-wise, but they are gone store-wise. Oh, I see. <laughs> Just to be clear, not available yeah. at moodkillersmerch.com, yeah. but they are in style again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and and you know, uh. you know, it's not on the top of the list, but uh, there are T-shirts. And now, let me tell you this. I select it because when you're building a website like this, you take a logo and you put it on some things, right? Some clothing items. And I chose uh, unisex and a unisex organic hoodie and uh, a bunch of different uh, styles. It was one that's supposed to be, I think, a soft cotton tee. And it's uh -huh. all, uh, yeah. So uh, they're supposed to be high quality. Eddie, you're, you ordered a, uh, a mug like three weeks ago. <laughs> Did you ever get your camping goblet? You know, I'm gonna check tomorrow. I oh. haven't. Uh, oh, you haven't yeah, been in. I'll check the mail tomorrow. No, yeah, I haven't been in to where I had it sent. Do you do like me? Here's what I do: when I get an Amazon package, that's when I check the mail. I wait like forever to check right. the mail. So, 
So uh, unfortunately, if the notification that I received that mug didn't excite me enough to go to the mailbox. Oh. But as soon as Amazon sends me uh, yeah. uh, the new pair of flip flops, I'll oh. go go check it. Or, or some Metamucil crackers. You're like, oh, I got to get oh, down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, immediately. You see a text for a camping goblet, and you're like, I I can wait. But yeah, th- th- it is a handsome mug. <laughs> you don't have to wait. Just go to moodkillersmerch.com and buy whatever you think is good. What is something ethical but illegal, Eddie? We've talked about uh, this being the uh, show that's known for being ethical, but uh, I always think about <laughs> weird stuff, ethical but illegal. Like, you know, when somebody takes food that was uh, going to be thrown away Anyway, but especially as an employee, I guess that's illegal. Like you're not supposed to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, uh, when I worked at at Starbucks, we'd have all these pastries that would be going bad. Uh, we we were supposed to just throw them in the garbage, mm. and they would they would get mad if you took them home for some reason. Yeah. So you they get mad if you take them home. Are they worried that you might get sick and then sue the company because somehow they might have a germ on them somehow or whatever? I, I think they're they're worried you might get happy <laughs> for getting free food. They, yeah, they, they you know corporations want to keep you down. It is weird the amount of food we throw away. There there is a uh, I think there's an app now that has one of these things, and right before they're about to throw it out, it's a certain hour of the day, and uh, this app allows you to just, I think it's like a grab bag of food, like whatever it is, like you can get it for like $8 for a, a you know, like it's like two or three meals or something like that. So you, you pay eight bucks and you get a slimy filet of fish? <laughs> yes, or, or some, or you some know, I, uh, actually, uh, one of the reasons why they didn't want us to do it, though, I remember now, is because they thought, you know, if... If John is working his uh, shift late at night and he eyeballs the uh, the chicken sandwich there in the in the in the, oh. the cooler, he might set it aside and claim that it wasn't sold. Uh, Oops! Oh, nobody wanted it. Yeah, I get that, but are they really worried about that dumb chicken sandwich so much? I, they really do. They really uh, pick apart every detail and take all the joy out of everything because that would be one thing to look forward to. Like, hey, you know yeah. what? I get a because I don't know you get a free coffee or whatever when you work there, right? Like a shift. They do. I mean, they, they. I think they discovered at Starbucks you can't stop people from drinking the coffee, so you get unlimited drinks while on your shift, <laughs> which is, you know, you, dangerous because I had like twenty, you know, espresso shots a day. Oh yeah, you're uh, like you you're literally shot up a can. Do you and and yeah. then on top of that, like if you're there, do you do you get like a meal like a normal uh, restaurant kind of thing? Uh, no, you get a discount though. So just free coffee drinks. And then if you wanted to eat something, it was like a 50% discount, pretty good discount. Yeah. Right. 50%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. why, so, that's the thing is like, why would they care if you, if you get, if they're willing to give you 50% discount and they, they, every person there is eligible for like what free college. If you work there for a certain number of hours or something like that. Yeah. But don't you have to like go to DeVry or something like that? I, yeah. I don't know. I would go. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, sure, it's, it's free. free. They, they didn't offer that when I worked there, but yeah, that's that is a pretty cool benefit. But so why? I, I think it's actually University of Arizona online or something. So why something would like they that. care though? If it's just genuinely food that's going to be thrown away, why not just have a box of stuff back there? And whoever has to close that night, they're the ones. They get it. Yeah, you'd think, right? 
But no, I, a bit. Uh, somebody ruined it along the line, and yeah. was probably hoarding food and not selling it on purpose because they wanted to take it home. And you know that happened somewhere in some other state five or six years ago. So it ruins it for everybody today. I'm talking to yeah. Eddie about what is something ethical but illegal. We mentioned taking food that was going to be thrown away anyway at a restaurant. You can't, and an employee can't do that. That's illegal. And I have a big one. Oh, you do. Of. How about this? Uh, it is ethical, in my opinion, to let somebody end their life if they're terminally ill and mm-hmm. they don't want to live, but that is illegal in a lot of states. Yeah. Like, uh, like I believe I in Washington, the assisted suicide thing is, uh, that's, is that, was that the proper term for it? I don't know. But yeah. I believe it's, it's legal yeah. in Washington, right? Washington State. One, one of them, it, uh, it's, uh, remember Kevorkian? When that yes. guy, that guy was helping people, uh, in their lives and stuff like that. I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's really weird because some people just know it's, this, it's not going to get better and, uh, there's, they're terminally ill and they just want to, it's going to be costly. And how, how bad is the healthcare system that people would rather die than put a burden upon their family to pay for all these medical bills? Right. Right. You know? And I just looked it up. It's it's legal in Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado, New Mexico, and a couple of states on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I could do it myself. I, I, could, I don't know if I could make that choice, but I agree with you. I, I think you're right. You, you should yeah, be able to. Yeah, I mean, to- it's ethical. You know, if somebody really is going to have a horrible rest of their life. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like you wouldn't uh, let a, a dog live like that. So why a human being? It's really tough too when you see those shows, even on a TV show, when like a like a deer gets hit and the guy uh, is like, "Hey, I got to put it out of its misery." Part of me right. is like, "Yes, that's the right thing to do," but then the other part is like, "You wouldn't do that to a human. Why not? Why don't we have the technology that to to help animals?" rehab and you know get on with their lives they I, I just it feels wrong i don't know they do it so nonchalantly too like that happens all the time and yeah i, I couldn't do that i couldn't i couldn't Ugh. be one of those cowboys that puts down the uh the the bull that or, has or broken like, leg or the, does it do that with horse i i, I thought I, oh I, yeah i heard somewhere if a horse breaks its leg right it's that's it because you can't fix the horse's leg. It, there's no way to do it. The worst so is like buy you know, a horse, like, like a thing like Old Yeller or some show like that, where like to become a man, you got to go shoot your own pet. <laughs> it's right. Like the worst. Are you kidding? I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather die myself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Marconi. There's always something happening in the wild world of sports. <laughs> And <laughs> and uh, I know that our audience loves sports. I mean, uh, you, you know, know, you gotta love sports. Uh, somebody, yeah. somebody messaged me that we uh, didn't right. mention some like high school score or something like that. And I'm like, yes. Do we ever mention any scores on our show? I don't even know. <laughs> I, well, we could give some scores. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> just a, just a I'll, list I'll, I'll of scores. To- yeah, me, let me just list scores for five hours. <laughs> like a, yeah. Let's do that. And then, and then you'd always have somebody going, you missed one. You didn't do this one. Right. They're always quick to point right. out what you didn't do. Well, if, if anybody really is uh, interested in some sports scores, <laughs> uh, Nationals versus Cubs, they played. 
couple days ago. <laughs> yes. And uh, the Cubs scored four and the Nationals two. That's right. And Isn't that the, fascinating? Isn't that l- listen, just fascinating? You know I'm a Cubs yeah. fan. I watch it every game. <laughs> and uh, yeah. this is what Did you I, watch that one? Yes. What it, it, It's so <laughs> maddening. They get so excited. Cubs, I think, are like fourth or fifth in their division. Maybe, yeah. no, 14th, something like I don't know where they are today, but the Nationals are like 30th or something. And they get excited about a win over that team. <laughs> like, come on. You should just be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're flying, you know, the W, the big thing in uh, Chicago Cubs fandom is uh, fly the W. They never fly Flying. the L. <laughs> they have a lot more of those. and they, But they get so excited. And I'm like, you just beat one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> Why do you, yeah. you should be ashamed well, you of know, yourself that you didn't people win. People need small victories in their lives. Sure. That's what they need, yeah. you know, to get through the day. Yeah. Uh, but b- big news, uh, Serena Williams is going to be saying uh, farewell to tennis. No, I thought she already was. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I thought she, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I didn't really know. I, yeah. I like yeah, that I didn't, movie. I didn't know either. Even though Will Smith uh, kind of ruined things with that slap. And the Oscars, I, I thought the movie was deserving of uh, the award. It was really good about her dad yeah. and, you know, how she came. Right. And it kind of made you uh, appreciate her even more. Uh, she is one of the best uh, athletes probably to ever play sports, but um, I thought she was already retired. I didn't know. Uh, no, apparently not. 41. And she says, quote, I'm turning 41 and something's got to give. So she is done. And she wants so. to spend time with her kids. She, did she say she wants to spend more time with her family? Cause that's always like a sign. I, like, I don't, I don't really know what else to do. So I got to tell you, I'm going to spend time with my family. Meanwhile, she'll probably be driven nuts in two days. I think she wanted to spend more time with Fortnite. Oh, she wanted to play some video games. I didn't know that about her. She wanted to play some video games. She's pretty great, though. Uh, I think she's a great person, and I like her. She's She's been super talented. It's it's fun to watch her uh, play. So I guess she's got one more uh, big event, and then she's done. I I don't know. I I think she's just. (laughs) As far as Eddie's concerned, she's already done. He's not going to watch it anyway. I'm I'm riding her up. She's dead to me. (laughs) She's. she's, She doesn't hit that that tennis ball around. I don't want her. You don't want nothing to, to do with her. Well, we're looking at some uh, some sports news <laughs> because there's a lot happening in the world of sports, and oh. you know, we're we're a couple of uh, sports guys here. Isn't <laughs> that know? right? I'll tell you this: my experience in sports yeah. radio. I worked yeah. uh, in uh, the one guy I did get along with. I thought he was pretty cool. Colin Cowherd. He's on a national show now. And he's ESPN, oh, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, he, well, he used to be on ESPN. Uh, but he's a great guy, really good radio broadcaster. And uh, he was the one sports guy I really enjoyed. The rest of them are mostly douchebag meatheads that probably would shove you in a locker. And there's a couple, I think there's another guy, Dave Shore, I work with in Portland. And he's done national TV and stuff like that. There, a couple of guys are really cool, but mo- for the most part, right. sports radio talk guys are always the guys that wear the cologne cloud, and they're always they're like you get in an elevator with them. I, I was I worked in this building at ESPN Radio Chicago, and you get in this building, and you could tell when the board ops and the hosts of this uh, sports station would get in because you couldn't breathe because it was just all cologne. It was like the clashes of everyone wearing like Dracar Noir or whatever <laughs> they're wearing now. 
and it was gross. And they just stank, and they kind of thought they were too good for anything. It's like you talk about things that people do. You don't really do anything. And and they and they sit there and they try to predict the future. Yeah, that's so guys. That's all they do is sit there think. Oh, coming up the big game tomorrow. I think this team is going to score that much and. and then the other guy says, no, that's not going to happen. They're going to score this much. And then the guy that's a fan of a team he's talking about is so mad at the owner and they're just dumb this right. year and they don't do anything right. And, oh, I made another, they made another dumb mistake. It's par right. for the core. And then he just goes off get, on a tangent. Right. Like, how do you get that worked yeah. up over some dumb thing like that? Get mad at the back office there, the <laughs> sports team. Can't believe they made that trade or pick. They oh. didn't know what they're doing. And I'll, See, I'll I think be honest. We could do, we could do sports. Sports radio. You really you just, could like, just fake it. Really drag out just the minutia nobody really would should care about. Yeah, they, they do. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Why 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 is it so popular, the sports radio? I, uh, I, I will tell you, like I, I do love the Cubs and I do get mad. Like here's here's the thing the Cubs did that really made me mad. This would be sports radio, our sports radio. So Chicago Cubs, uh Hayward, one of their guys. Uh, is a player that played on the championship team. And what for whatever reason, because the championship team in 2016 didn't immediately win another championship, they gave him a couple of years and they gave everyone the boot. They just cleaned house and they regurgitated the whole team. Meanwhile, the team's worse than ever. And uh, Hayward was, is one of the part of that team. Got him a ring, you know, everything like that. And he's been on the IL, the injury list. He's been out, and then they announce, for whatever reason they announce it, the day before his birthday, they say he's going to be fired. He's with them for the rest of the season, but then he's done. Before his birthday, the humanity. And then the next day, it's big news, and like, okay, well, the guy's gone. He hasn't been, you know, performing as well as he was, you know, three years ago, whatever. Why? Who cares? But then on their Twitter the next day, they wish him happy birthday. With a big, <laughs> with a big, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, that's heartless. Yeah, he couldn't exactly. wait until after he had his cake. He Come I mean, on, and it's at the. He's gonna be let go at the end of the season anyway. Why not just wait till the end of the season and do it? Why do you? Have, why do we have right. to know now? Eddie, I have some food news. I know uh, we love food news here on the show. and Is that the one about the Kraft macaroni and cheese? <laughs> They're going to make the radioactive cheese color a little bit less radioactive looking. Uh, see, I don't have that. But you just, you, I like that. I, I like that. It's going to look more natural and less bright fluorescent orange. I, I, I don't know. I just made up that story to vamp for you while you're trying to find whatever you're looking for. <laughs> that's a true friend. That's a, that's a professional yeah. right there. That's a damn professional. Right. I did find an interesting story for real, though, uh, <laughs> while I was making up that story and yes. while you were trying to find your story. Yeah. They found, this is interesting, they found uh, that households that are high earners <laughs> that make over $75,000 a year are the biggest Applebee's and IHOP, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was because the recession and yeah. stuff like that, more people are going to Applebee's and IHOP or they're just tired of making decisions. <laughs> it's, like, it's like these it's like households that make a lot of money you know they're going to Applebee and they're this they're presenting the story like it's a shocker but I think like <laughs> households that make a lot of money are gonna go out to eat more don't you think yeah exactly and and a lot of times people that work all day get home they don't want to make anything they don't really want to make any decisions so it's easy to just go to a place like IHOP or Applebee's because they've got a lot of choices there 
So you just sit down and you're like, you point at a thing on the menu and give me the blooming onion. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I here's what I was gonna bring up in food news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, very exciting. It's very important that I get to this. <laughs> the best potato chips of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> We really, we really, really built that one up. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you had to wait for it. So, right. like, you know, so uh, yeah, I'll just go through a couple of them. Cape Cod sea salt and vinegar chips is the number one. And uh, and I wait. Can you believe it? Hold on a second. I misread that. Oh no! Cape Cod original sea salt is number one. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. The those are crap. The Cape Cod <laughs> Sea salt and vinegar should be number one. Now, the, this is based on the basic sales? ones can go to hell. Yeah, uh, I right. think I think it's either the opinion of this uh, person in the article, or uh, right. yeah, based on sales. I don't know. They did. I'm like, just wondering if it's the opinion of some jerk who wrote wrote this piece, <laughs> or if it, we're talking about some actual scientific data. Now, here's the, I think it's probably scientific data. Of course, it's on the internet. Now, here's another one. Uh, Kettle brand potato chips, sea salt, and vinegar are top ones. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's the only chip you mm. want to get from them, right? I mean, I, mm. I don't, I don't really like other chips. Honestly, I'm a sea salt and vinegar guy. Right down the line, maybe that's boring. I do like Ruffles sour cream and onion. That's on here. Um, oh yeah, but there's something about the vinegar on the uh, on the chip. I Once you God. start going down that path, I, I was... mean, there's all other chips taste like uh, poop. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and poop chips. They're on the list. Poop no, chips just on the list. All right. <laughs> no, I was uh, doing right. some food news with Eddie, and I have uh, some more here. Let me see. This is amazing food news. If you like spicy cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has released Cinefuego Toast Crunch. It's spicy Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And honestly, I'm not a big fan oh, of uh, these. I, I don't really... Like flaming hot Cheetos, I could take it or leave it. Some people live by those. That's fine. I don't, it's not bad or anything, but um, it's not my favorite thing. So I don't know. Now, I mean, so it's spicy cinnamon toast crunch. So this is something that you're definitely going to want to eat early in the morning before that big meeting presentation. <laughs> right. So your, so your anus is on fire in the middle right, of a board right. meeting. Yeah. yeah. Q3 earnings. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. That sounds kind of gross. Would you eat it? I mean, I would try it. They come no. in packs. They come in tiny packs. So you can. I refuse. <laughs> you refuse. And, and by the way, nobody needs to mess with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's just fine on its own. You don't need to make. I mean, obviously, obviously they're like, well, it's the most popular thing we have in our cereal arsenal. Let's mess around with it. It's probably like there's somebody that works at the Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory, and their job is to develop new products. Yes. And uh, they, they have the pressure from the higher up saying, you better find the next big cereal, and the way you're going to do that is by taking trusted brands and modifying them. And if you don't come up with a hit cereal by the end of the year, you're fired. The only thing I would do with Cinnamon Toast Crunch is I would make, make it into like a s'mores thing. Like, you know, you put chocolate in there and maybe some whipped cream or marshmallow and mix that in, maybe a little uh, peanut butter. I don't know. You know what I would do is turn it into an ice cream. I think you can do yes! that. Yes. Yeah, now that, you're on to something. The, Screw yeah, this spicy cereal crunch. crap. Make it no. to cinnamon toast crunch ice cream. Are you kidding me? And then you could have cinnamon toast crunch sprinkles on top of it. 
Yeah. Right. Cinnamon Toast Crunch cones. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, what, no, no, what do they it. need? What, we, what do they need these people? We're doing their jobs for them. Yeah, so. we should go work at whatever factory this is that I made up in my head. And, <laughs> and here's another story. Hershey will be unable to meet customer demand this Halloween. They say like uh, yeah. supply chain issues and stuff like that. I don't know. Good. You, I, the supply chain thing <laughs> seems like a myth almost. Like It's like they came up with this idea that, you know, okay, here's what we're going to do. Because supply and demand is how we make money. You know, if everything's now people are willing to pay more money because we say we can't get it. How are we going to, you know, so suddenly well, they, they can justify higher prices. And, and they weren't making a lot of money during the pandemic. So now they're making up for it. You're right. It's all, it's all very weird. And also they, they present the story like, you know, it's a big deal that uh, Hershey isn't going to be making enough chocolate uh, during Halloween, but is it going to be that bad for our, our children in America to get a little less fat? Is that, oh, is that really a problem? Eddie, how dare you? I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. Now, see, I don't that, mind that, that, poking yeah. holes in a theory of conspiracy that might be the possibility that they're uh, yanking our chain with supply chain situations. But saying that kids need to stop eating candy, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> you listened to an entire episode? Is this your first time? Let us know what your favorite part of this particular episode was. We'd love to know. You can do that in our direct messages on Instagram or Facebook or text or leave a voice message anytime at 833-HI-IT'S-ME. Thank you for listening. Mood Killers!